the college football experience, Louisiana Tech Bulldogs 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, brought to you by Circa Sports. Yes, Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest. $14 million is up for grabs. Get all the details at circusports.com. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride. Thousand twenty-three season preview episode. I'm excited to talk La Tech Bulldogs and uh, Ruston, Louisiana. Perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swiggin' Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Mm. Yes! I mean, quarterback you, Terry Bradshaw, Tim Rattay. <laughs> All right? Go on and on and on. Can you? <laughs> Hank Bachmeyer. Mmm. Mmm. Let's talk all about it. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for the DFS God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? I mean, first down. That's what uh, didn't happen too often. Sunny Cumbie era off to a rocky start, but you know what helps a rocky start when you have your whole conference leave except you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I'm more optimistic just naturally, even without even previewing this team yet, but we are going to preview the offense, defense, special teams, transfer portal. We're going to look at each and every game on the La Tech bulldog schedule. But what'd you make a year? One of the sunny see, see, he's a Mike Leach guy. We are a Mike Leach podcast. So we like sunny Cumbie, but at the same time, I thought it was a little, little ridiculous. They showed Skip holds the door. That's for saying. sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing against Sonny Cumbie, but uh Skip Holtz, I mean, look what he was doing there. He made seven straight bowl games and he won six of them. I mean, he had a 10 win season, a couple what, three nine win seasons, a couple eight win seasons. Look, it was 2020, throw that five and five out the window. He he had a, a one year in 21 where we went three and nine. If I'm not mistaken, he had a bunch of injuries at quarterback. Am I right? 
Yeah. And well, they, the, even with the three and nine, like, and I had the, cause I bet the over on that you go back and look at that game. They're up 20. I think on uh was on Mississippi state in Starkville and, That's and, they, right. and they rally win 35 game. SMU completed a hail Mary to beat them 39, 37. They kept it within seven at NC state. They kept it within three at old dominion. Now you shouldn't lose to ODU, but the four point loss to rice. They were just right there. It was just a tough season. Sometimes that happens, right? No, exactly. So Basically, the first year of Sonny Cumbie matched the last year of Skip Holtz. Uh, I think La Tech, they're used to better. They, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so year two is a big year. And I would say the difference is, is, yeah, okay, they did have two overtime losses, you know, Rice and, and the airport FIU, sure. but they got their ass kicked in a lot of games. UTSA beat them by 44 points, North Texas beat them by 20. South Alabama beat them by 24. Uh, obviously Clemson don't be a Clemson and Missouri beat them, but uh, <laughs> right. we're not going to uh, mention those, but uh, really well, the good thing is that a couple of those teams, well, at least UTSA is obviously gone. They also lost uh, at home to UAB by 10. They don't have to worry about playing UAB anymore. So uh, and once we get into the schedule, we'll dive into it deeper, but the conference USA in general certainly is not as strong as it was in seasons past. So the schedule lightens up a bit and you're in year two of a brand new system with Sonny Cumbie. So I think if you're a fan of the Bulldogs, there is reason for optimism. Oh yeah, I think there is. And we're going to talk all about it because Hey, you know, we like La Tech, man. Uh, since the days of Retay, we've been rooting for La Tech. We're going to talk all about it. But before we do that, uh, I want to tell you that the Louisiana tech Bulldogs, 2023 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by circus sports. Yes. Uh, circus sports and circus survive. I'm sorry. Circus millions and circus survivor are back. $14 million uh, guaranteed in prizes are all up for grabs circa millions. What you do there, five NFL picks ATS each and every week of the season. And boom, way the may, may the winner take all uh, and circus survivor. Just pick a different money line winner each and every week. And Boom. You get that. All right. Enter in Vegas, play from anywhere. Sports gambling podcast crew will be out there last weekend in August. So if you're out there, hit us up circusports.com for all the details. Once again, circusports.com. What would you do with $14 million? All right. Circusports.com. All right. We are back on the Louisiana tech bulldogs, 2023 season preview episode. It's 2023 college football, which means you need to talk about the transfer portal. If you're not air force, army, Navy, or Clemson. Um, so let's talk about what is gone in old Ruston, Louisiana and what they gained. Gone is defensive lineman Cavante Spears gone in the portal. Hasn't landed anywhere. Uh, safety Jarrell Washington portal hasn't landed anywhere. Defensive lineman though, Kelvy Rose bounces out to Sam pulled pork Pittman in Arkansas. And he knows, he knows about the line of scrimmage. So uh, that's probably a huge loss. Uh, defensive lineman, Aaron bean is in the portal. Matthew Downing who started some back in the, back in the days. Uh, he's in the portal quarterback. Um, defensive lineman, Rashid Lyles also in the portal off the tackle DeMarcus Gordon portal. Haven't found a home yet. Defensive lineman, Steven Shaw portal. Uh, linebacker Tristan Allen portal, a little clean in house, huh? Um, 
quarterback Landry Liddy, who I knew was a big recruit for them. He is in the portal. Um, then you have uh, the likes of Kershawn Fisher, defensive end. He is in the portal. Um, uh, you can tell that they're not landing anywhere. That's always a little bit of a flag, red flag to me. But uh, yeah, li- for sure. Yeah, linebacker Kalen Villanueva portal. Wide receiver Curry Morrison portal. Linebacker Joseph Mason portal. If they were good, they'd they'd find a landing spot quickly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of them maybe in August you'll find you know, but uh, safety Tyra sure. Gold po- uh, uh, portal, cornerback Raphael Marshall portal, running back Harlan Dixon portal, safety Christian Ar- Archangel uh, portal, defense lineman Omar Sims portal. So it's, a, it's just a shit ton of guys. Linebacker Alan Walker portal, uh, and that does it, I believe that. Pretty much around. Did you mention Trey Harris? Oh yeah, did I? I might have skipped over him. Yeah, Trey Harris. He's a a big loss. And and I'm sorry, linebacker Tyler Grubbs went to Tulane. So Trey Harris at wide receiver goes to Ole Miss. Linebacker Tyler Grubbs goes to Tulane in state. The two Uh, guys going to the SEC schools will be missed. Trey Harris was a very good receiver for them last year, and uh, Rose, the defensive lineman going to Arkansas, those guys will be sorely missed. But incoming. They bring in Hank Bachmeyer. Still, he's got two years left. They're going to get two years of Bachmeyer and Rustin. Um, <laughs> There's a guy that has had success in the Mountain West before. Now, last year was a bit of a disaster in Boise. So, but he's built. He's ran the air raid in high school. Sonny Cummy runs the air raid. So there is that angle. They also bring in Decoldus Crawford from <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, you line up him out wide along with Smoke Harris, and you got the best receivers in the nation. As far I as I'm about names. to say, yeah, yeah. As far, <laughs> I, hold on, do I still have the Dakota's Crawford NIL uh, commercial? Here we go. I'm so glad we called SOS. RAC is the coldest. I'm always <laughs> the coldest. SOS. Hey, this is Dakota Crawford, wide receiver from Louisiana, now playing in Lincoln. When your AC isn't Dakota's, you call SOS heating and cooling. Their takes don't make commissions, so they give you an honest opinion, fair pricing, and longer warranties than a competition guaranteed. Take it from Dakota's. We'll keep you cool this summer. I mean, maybe not the best actor. He's young. He's early in his career. All right, now Dakota's look. Nebraska, I'm sure, gets hot in the summer, but it don't get Louisiana hot. So oh. I'm thinking there there's some better NIL money <laughs> opportunities <laughs> in Rustin. He is now part of the Bulldogs. Uh, also, linebacker Jez, Jez Lord Botang from Akron. This guy was a previously at Michigan State before that. He transfers in, started at Akron. Uh, that's a nice get in the portal. Then you get defensive end Jaden Gray from Matt Campbell in Iowa State. Then you get Miles Hurd, a safety from Stephen F. Austin, um, in the portal. You also add in wide receiver uh, Tyree Shelton from Miami, Ohio, as well as safety Roderick Hopes from the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Also, uh, you bring in defensive end Ezekiel Durham Campbell from Lenore Rhyme. Uh, just going deep, going deep in the scouting. I uh, love it. You also bring in linebacker Colby Fields from LSU. That's a huge get. Same with safety Zach Zemos 
from Arkansas. Nick, I, I know you love Zima, but uh, that's a nice <laughs> get there. Cornerback uh, Demarcus Griffin from the Houston Cougars also comes in, as well as offensive tackle uh, Michael Janice from Wyoming. Also, safety Isaiah McElvin or McElvain from San Diego State. Baylor running back Craig Williams comes in. Uh, I mean, they're loading up here. They got SMU safety Roderick Robinson coming in. Cal Poly tight end Ryan Riviera uh, coming in, and Stephen F. Austin linebacker Brevin Randall. Temple cornerback Keyshawn Paul coming in in the portal, as well as Temple defensive lineman Reggie Jones coming in off the portal. And whew, that's a lot of names right there. They brought in a lot of guys, and I think uh, you know at least ten of the names you mentioned of the, the players departing have not found a home. You have to wonder if the players are leaving on their own accord or if they were kind of shown the door. So uh, we mentioned a couple of the big blows, but I think overall, especially I mean, you get your starting quarterback here, you kind of shore up that secondary. Hopefully, getting that guy field the linebacker from LSU. I think. I, I would say that they they have won the portal. Certainly, I was surprised Bachmeyer went. I, I'll be honest, I was surprised a lot of other schools didn't go for Hank Bachmeyer. Alabama's got Alabama's like, hey, we're going with Tyler Buckner. I know we were Bachmeyer fans, and and he had that coming out party. I think he was a maybe even a redshirt freshman against Florida State four or five years ago. Had a really good game. Had a very nice season. Yeah, I just don't feel like he's played good football in a couple of years now. So. Can he, you know, maybe a, a brand new start is obviously what he needed. You know, can that get him going? Can he play the kind of football? I mean, in order for this La Tech offense to be what Sonny Cumbie wants it to be, they need strong quarterback play. Last year, it was what four different guys played. There were some injuries. Parker McNeil was the best of the bunch, but he's gone. So I, I think when Bachmeyer transferred in, a couple of those other quarterbacks transferred out. Because I think Cumbie's gonna gonna give the reins to uh, Bachmeyer and see what he can do. Yeah, still I'm still a little surprised though. I mean, because he started a shit ton of games. Quarterbacks they're, they're not falling off trees here. I, I'm I, like Arizona State starting Drew Pine. I would be like, okay, I would think about Bachmeyer. Sure. You know, sure. there's some other schools out there where you're just like, huh, why would they not do that? But. Uh, it is what it is. Here we are. So uh, the offense coordinators, two, two of them, Jake Brown, Scott Parr. Uh, they were 60th in scoring offense a season ago. Rush offense was 98th. True air raid. Uh, pass offense 32nd. Total offense 62nd. So there is not that. bad for year one. Not bad for year one. Um. Well, I can tell you. Well, we'll get to defense, but that might be bad for year one. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, okay, so you you get you get all these guys. I mean, you get eight guys back. Eight. They're returning eight starters on the offensive side of the ball. So that's encouraging. If you, we're including Bachmeyer there, even though he's new, he's started so many games. Yeah, you know he's a starter. Uh, at the running back spot, you have uh, Marquise Crosby. The running back room seems to be a lot better. They they have uh, what Shelton as well, the Miami Ohio transfer, um, as well as uh, so you got Crosby, Shelton. Th- uh, you also have Thornton, who's got some burn in the backfield. Um, and you got that running back Williams coming over from Baylor. So kind of funny how the running back, I mean, it's, this might be the best group of, of running backs in the conference USA, but will the offense utilize them? Cause they definitely want to go pass heavy. So if anything, I think with his team, you'd almost want a better group of receivers and running backs, but they kind of have the opposite. I wonder if that changes 
offensive philosophy, at, at least a little bit. Yeah, it might maybe, um, but they still bring back smoke, big smoke dog, smoke Harris, you know, <laughs> dude, I've been uh, playing him in DFS for a few years. I love me some smoke Harris. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, you get him, the coldest Crawford. You got Cyrus Allen. You got true Edwards. All right. Uh, I mean, th- their names are just Smoke, fantastic. True and the coldest. I love uh, it. And Cyrus. Cyrus was, uh, you know, he seems like he wasn't even the, the villain in the Warriors the movie. Um, anyway, uh, tight end Nate Jones penciled in to be the starter. The receiver room obviously takes a hit, but at the same time, you're bringing in some talent. I say it's decent. I'd say it's adequate. I think uh, again, if you want to go with a pass heavy approach, I think you probably want another, you know, guy that you could depend on. Yeah. And then the, the offensive line. Now this is where I think you gotta be a little bit happy. I'm seeing four or five back on the O line. That's always now, huge. Oh yeah, definitely. Now pass protection was also a big issue last year. Uh, so they have to share that up. So these guys that are coming back weren't all that great a year ago. Bach Myers, a statue back there. He doesn't have any wheels. So you gotta, you gotta protect them. They need to play better. He is a lawn chair. He is a certified lawn chair, Hank Bachmeyer. Uh, so shop to your drop customers. Um, all right, let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. Cause whoo, 127th in scoring defense. Hey, is Texas tech back? Um, this is like the Kingsbury era, 129th in and rush defense, 68th in pass defense, charting at 125th overall. Scott Power, I got the power. You got your work cut out for you, buddy, because this is year two. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I guess this is one of those ones where you just say, okay, they're only bringing back four. But they sucked ass last year, so might as well get those other eight out of here. That's true. But uh, they also lost a couple of their better, like that uh, the one defensive lineman um, Rose. Yeah. So, I mean, our guy Phil Steele has the defensive line ranked as the worst unit in the Conference USA, which that's a sad state of affairs. If you're worse than a couple of teams that were in the FCS last year very, the, very, at the D line, very very <laughs> true. Know? And then uh, linebacker, you're replacing six of the top seven guys from a year ago. So your your front seven is uh, a lot of new faces going to be there. Yeah, I mean, I guess can, you know, can they be worse than last year? I don't know, but major question marks. Well, you bring back. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, you don't bring back. You bring in. So Demarcus Griffin Taylor, he started some games at Houston. He's that linebacker. You got Colby Fields from LSU. He might be able to start. I know they got Brevin Randall from Stephen F. Austin. So they're bringing in guys that have started before. Botang uh, from from uh, Akron as well. But the defensive line, yeah, only one guy back in defensive tackle, Deshaun Hall. Secondary, you bring back Cecil Cecil uh, Singleton and Willie Roberts. But besides that, it's all brand new. Um. Breaking in a freshman punter. Your kicker's back though, Jacob Barnes. If you're in a close game, that always matters. <laughs> Do you think the defensive numbers will be better? I mean, it's hard to say that right now. You know, just who who knows? Because it is going to be they're, they're going to lean on a bunch of transfers here. Now, I do like some of their transfer gets some guys from you know major college football programs, but I I can't sit here and tell you. On July seventeenth, that this defense is is going to be any better than 
than uh, last season. Well, you know what's going to help? The offenses aren't going to be as good that they're playing. Yes. So, like stats wise, they might be better. I mean, yeah, because look, we'll get to schedule here in a second. But yeah, for sure, the schedules are much lighter. So, uh, stats wise, they might move up in that ranking, even if they're technically not as good. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to go game by game on the schedule. Hopefully, you're watching over on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. And um, yeah, but before we get to all that, want to tell you that uh, the Louisiana tech Bulldogs 2023 season previews brought to you by underdog fantasy best ball mania is here and underdog fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog pickup is also a great way to get down your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. And look, we've been with them throughout the past couple of years during the, uh, during the regular season for college football, they do great player prop stuff. And especially for the weeknight games, which the CUSA uh, does a ton of them now. Shout out to that because we've been waiting for that all fucking life. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's so many ways to win over an underdog and underdog is available. And so, so many different States. So head on over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. promo code S G P N. All right. We are back. And look, if you're watching on YouTube, remember also, first off, I, I should say all of our podcasts can be found iTunes, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be found. We host the college football experience, but we also now have the FCS college football experience um, as a solo feed. Also the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience and the big 12 experience. They all come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend. And here we are. If you're watching on YouTube right now, you see this sweet graphic. Shout out to Cam Kerr, graphics guy. The win totals at five and a half. Look, if you're telling me the conference, you're entering year two. So without diving into the schedule, you're entering year two. You bring in Bachmeyer. I want to, and the conference, the whole conference leaves with the exception of uh, Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. No, no, no. Yeah, right. Just Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. Yeah. I think that they should be probably hitting this right blindly. I don't know. If you tell me that they need to double their win total from last year for me to hit a bet and uh, they, they, they come in on uh, the, on Phil Steele's experience chart at, at, at one eleventh in the country. Uh, my first reaction was under and also technically, I mean, what, what has Sunday come be ever done? It's true. I mean, he threw as, for like as seven, a head coach. Yeah, I was about good, to say, good, uh, good quarterback, good coordinator. As a head coach, what has he ever proven? Very true, very true. All right, let's let's dive into the schedule because because you know this is a brand new league essentially, and and uh, this is one thing they have. Oh, it doesn't work out too much in their favor. They play week zero. If you do that, normally you like to get two bye weeks in there. They kind of didn't do that to themselves uh, unless they end up playing in the CUSA championship. Um, Week zero, the airport, Florida International, Mike McIntyre. This is a week zero matchup at Joe Alette Stadium. I'm kind of looking forward to watching this one. And I oh actually I. I actually have FIU winning this. Who do you have winning this? So FIU won in overtime in Miami last year. I think La Tech has a better roster right now, and they're at home now. I want to say the opening line. I, th- I think I saw La Tech minus eight or nine. Is that right? Whew. And and I was I'm a I'm gonna jump all over the points with FIU, 
But as far as money line, as far as straight up, I think the Bulldogs might squeak it out. It's a true 50-50 coin flip game, but I'm going to go with the home team. Uh, the line is currently, wow, LaTeX minus 10. It's going up. It's going in that direction too. Interesting. I'm sorry. Give me the points, and I'll sprinkle a little bit of that plus two ninety money line. <laughs> right? I mean, look, McIntyre is a proof. He's been the national coach of the year twice in his existence. So, like, until uh, I uh, see FIU lost a lot in the portal as well, you know. Uh, but I just don't see La Tech being ten points better than FIU right now. But with that said, I do have them one and zero. I don't. I have them zero and one. Fair enough. Um, I don't understand how you set that line. I don't care if you bring in Earl Campbell. All right. Like, <laughs> what, what? Wait, they played last year and it was, they were both year one coaches. McIntyre mm-hmm. wins. I understand they got rated in the portal. McIntyre also started a freshman quarterback who's back. I, I mean, just Cumbie came into a better situation for sure. He, he, he inherited a better roster than McIntyre did. And he, and he didn't win with that roster. So to your point, coaching advantage that goes in FIU's direction. Sure. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, especially with the points uh, week two at old uh, Gerald Ford stadium, lot tech at SMU is a fun little Saturday, September 2nd matchup. This should, this should be a weekday game, but um, sorry, I got SMU winning this. Oh, and two. Yeah. SMU is clearly, clearly the better team. They're at home. Uh, one-on-one. Now the Northwestern state demons coming to Joelette little battle of Louisiana here. This is the first win of the 23 season one and two for La tech. You got them to two and one or what? Yeah, of course. I mean, Northwestern state's the average FCS team. I think they were four and seven a year ago. La tech gets this at home. Okay. Then week four, which is really week three for North Texas. Uh, and they're st- they have a brand new head coach and Eric Morris coming in. You, know, I think you want to get a brand new head coach in September. This is in Ruston, Louisiana. Give me two and two. This game's gonna be crazy though, because Morris runs the air raid too. They're he's from Leach's tree. <laughs> there might be ten thousand yards of offense in this game. Who are you taking in this one? Yeah, if you look at you know the September games, here's your other 50-50 game. Uh, North Texas won by 20 at home last year, 47, 27. I don't know if that means anything for this year with all those new faces, new coaches, at least on the mean green side. But if I have La tech beating FIU, I don't know if they win both of the coin flip games. So give me them catching the L to North Texas. So we're both at two and two, both at two and two. And now the <laughs> rematch from that 1998 classic. I mean, Nebraska might've won by like 50 back in 98, but Troy Edwards did catch 405 yards. <laughs> oh, that was All a right. great game. And he had like a 90 yarder called back on a, on a, on a, on a cockanemi call. Didn't uh, he have a over, over 20 catches or like 21 yeah, catches or something. Yeah. Tim Rattay, Troy Edwards, who ended up playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, look, once again, you play a first year head coach in September. I mean, I'm going to call for Nebraska to win this, but you got to like the fact that they get two first year coaches in their first month of the season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Nebraska lost at home to Georgia Southern last year. Georgia Southern is probably a little bit better than this La Tech squad, but still, I mean, it's, you know, they're all the changes in Lincoln. 
And if you look at the out of conference schedule last year, La Tech had at Mizzou, at Clemson. This year, their toughest are at SMU, at Nebraska. Still might be 0 and 2, but at least both of those games, you have much an more winnable chance yeah. of knocking off an up, yeah, of, of causing the upset. But yeah, when, it, when it's all said and done, they're, they're two and three, and they, um, they're they're on the road uh, for the second second half of a back to back at UTEP next short week two Friday night game against uh, UTEP at the Sun Bowl well, the best stadium in college football if you ask me um, Dana Demel's in an interesting year here he could be canned Sonny Cumbie's a Texas guy and not only is he a Texas guy he's a West Texas guy from his Texas Tech days. This is winnable. This is winnable. You know what? Give me La Tech on the road. I kind of want to give them this one here. La Tech is nine and one uh, over the last ten games versus UTEP. They won by ten at home last year. I mean, last year UTEP was a much more veteran team and with a veteran coach, and La Tech still got the W. So, yeah, give me give me the Bulldogs here. Three and three. Three and three, and now on a Thursday, they are hosting Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky's like they're like they're like Alabama of the Conference USA. All right, <laughs> they've found themselves in a pretty nice position. They are head and shoulders above everybody else right now. I think I'm on I'm on the Hilltoppers. Austin Reed's back. He threw yep, for like 10, 10 million yards last year. So three and four, and now another short week, three straight short weeks in a row as they head into Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. And let me tell you. You don't just walk into Murfreesboro and order a Johnny Red Floyd. All right. Uh Rick Stockstill. Uh this is a winnable game, but I'm taking Middle Tennessee. Three and five. Yeah, yeah, it is it is uh, winnable because you don't know what Blue Raider squad is gonna show up, but at the end of the day, I'm with you. I think uh you know, MTSU at home wins. Three and five also. Now they get a bye week. Before they host on a Tuesday, Jerry Killen, New Mexico State. I I'm buying an interesting game, huh? I'm buying into Jerry Kill, buddy. <laughs> I called for look, I locked them up over two wins last year, and I called for a bowl game, and it happened. I know it's the second end of a back to back away for Jerry Kill. They're in at UTEP the week prior, but I think New Mexico State's a better football team right now. I will take New Mexico State to get it done. There's a lot of 50 50 games on the schedule. At home, I'm going to lean La Tech here to go to four and five. Now, three and six, right? Three and six. They need to win out to to hit that over. And they take on the Flaming Libs in Williams Stadium in Lynchburg, Virginia. Liberty Flames with Jamie Chadwell. Another first year head coach. This whole schedule's first year year head coaches. I feel like um, uh, this one. I'm curious to see how fast Chadwell, because that is a, a big shift from Hugh Strip Club freezes offense to Jamie Chadwell's is a big shift. However, at least it's in November. If you're a yeah. Liberty fan, I think I'm still taking Liberty because that their fans get lit. Okay. So I'm on the under, <laughs> but uh, you know my thought process with a lot of these 50-50 coin flip games is is to ride the home team, and I'm going to go with Liberty also. Now Sam Houston State is on the schedule on November 11th. They come into Ruston. You know what? Give me a win here. I'll take a win here in Ruston. 
against against these Bearcats here. Sorry. Yeah, it's nice that La Tech gets uh, the two FCS teams from a year ago coming up this year to finish out the year. This one they do get. They win this. They get up to five for me. They Four just need one me. more one more game for me to go over and go bowling for you. It looks like you're already on the under. What happens in the finale? But yeah, and look, this is Saturday, November 18th. This isn't November 25th. I was gonna say it's a shame that this isn't the 25th because there's a chance that Rich Rod could get hired away. But I don't think they'll hire him away two weeks early. So that means I will uh I will take Jacksonville State to win against La Tech. And I got this team sitting there at uh what four and eight. Yeah, actually I have Jacksonville State winning too. I, I kind of like that program. I think Rich Rod can do big things there if he stays. And I think uh finishing their first year in the FBS with a win might go a long way in building so momentum. So I have La Tech at five and seven, missing out on on the bowl, going the under. But I guess if you're a fan of the Bulldogs, you can still say you see incremental progress going from three wins to five wins. Dude, they only have <laughs> They only have one for sure win on the schedule, and that's Northwestern State. What's the for sure losses? SMU, Nebraska, Western yeah. Kentucky, Liberty. Uh, <laughs> Conference USA is going to be very appealing this year, <laughs> and I love the fact that the conference has so many games during the week for the first time. Uh, because yeah. if it was on Saturday, they would get lost in the mix. But I think we're going to watch a lot of these teams. Multiple times this season. Oh, uh, four four weekday games for La Tech and a week zero game. So basically, five alone <laughs> spots. Wait, we're gonna. I'm, I might just buy season tickets next year. I'll I be love honest. It. I love yeah. it. You know, the other thing we didn't mention too, which I mean, the transfer portal is arguably more important than recruiting right now. But Cumbie's doing a good job recruiting. Last year, in his first year, he was ranked third, the third best recruiting class in the conference, only behind UTSA and UAB. Obviously, they're gone. This year he's first in the conference, but those guys are really young right now. He probably, I think you're looking. Be patient with them because I think if they do miss out on a bowl this year, I think they may be in store for a pretty nice 2024. Mm -mm -mm, there you go. Uh, well, look, I'm on the under. NC Nick's on the under. We're gonna talk a little bit more about it, but before I do, we we I had a chance to sit down with uh, Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour. Uh, to talk about his trips to Joe Ellett Stadium in Ruston, Louisiana. Uh, so before I, I uh, before we talk, you know about the 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 overall season for La Tech and, and cap it off. Uh, let's uh, let's go to that interview real quick. Joining me on the College Football Experience, Louisiana Tech Bulldogs 2023 season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour. Yes, you should be following his Twitter account if you're not, folks, at CFB Campus Tour, because Michael, Michael's a bit of a legend in my mind. He goes to he's been to every single, every single, all 133 college football stadiums in the FBS. He's also been to like certain stadiums multiple times. Uh, he also uh, has been to a lot of the FCS, a lot of D two, a lot of D three, probably some NAIA. I don't know that I've ever asked him, but uh, it's a must follow on Twitter because he just does a deep dive on other stuff. He has five, six, seven games a week. Sometimes Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, man, to talk a little bit, a little lot tech football and, and uh, 
and, and the good folks in Ruston, Louisiana, you know, uh, with their, with their program. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I appreciate the uh, nice introduction and, you know, growing up the nineties law tech team with Tim Rattay throwing the ball over the, all over the place. I remember Troy Edwards had 400 yards receiving at Nebraska, you know, it was an exciting time. So I've always had a little special place for law tech and, and uh, I'm excited to talk about, um, you know, the stadium history. That was an August. uh, That was like a week zero game. I remember that. I remember watching it in my basement in the DC area and, and all me and uh, several other people, about 10 other people in the basement, just who the hell is Troy Edwards, this guy. And, and people don't realize he had like a 90 yard touchdown called back on a wide receiver screen. He almost had like a 500 yard day. Uh, unbelievable. And yeah, I, I like LaTeX too, man. They had skip Holtz. He was an ECU guy. I'm a big skip Holtz guy. He's doing great in the USFL now. And now I know they, they moved on, even though I don't necessarily agree that they should have got rid of my guy skip, but Sonny Cumby comes in a uh, former Mike Leach guy. So, you know, it's all family when, you know, whether it's Holtz, whether it's Leach, we love them all. So uh, excited to see how, how they'll do in, in the coming years. Uh, tell me about uh, your experiences down there. So uh, Joe Alette stadium was built in 1968. It was originally called tech stadium until they named it after their longtime coach. Uh, the first game ever played there was a 35, seven win led by Terry Bradshaw over your East Carolina, East Carolina pirates. Uh, Sorry to bring that up (laughs) 60 years later. Um, The largest crowd they ever had was uh, 28,714 in 1997. So a little bit over capacity. And when you walk around the stadium, uh, there's some banners up. They have three marquee NFL hall hall of famers that played for law tech. Uh, I mentioned Terry Bradshaw, Fred Dean of the Chargers and the 49ers, and the great Willie Willie Rofe. So um, some great history individually, and you know some meaningful wins at their stadium as well. Yeah, yeah, and don't worry, folks. Uh, look, I, I love La Tech football, and Michael's throwing some low blows. But the last time we played in '93, ECU did win uh, 31-28, and does lead the all-time series. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to come down on you. I want La Tech to be good, folks. Uh, so, uh, so Ruston, Louisiana, obviously had some great players. What, what? How many times have you been to the stadium? So I've been there a couple times. I've been there for one game. Uh, it was a really exciting game. It was a 2019 matchup with Florida International. I believe it was a Thursday game. Uh, combined, they had 1,091 yards. It was a shootout. And I can distinctly remember uh, FIU cut the lead to 36-31. There was 46 seconds left, and they lined up for an onside kick. And I pulled out my phone, and I was getting ready to record the onside kick, thinking – you know, it was going to determine who won the game. And I accidentally set it on photo and not video. And what happened was uh, La Tech picked up the onside kick and returned it all the way for a touchdown and <laughs> won 43 to 31. So the most meaningful moment of the game, I pressed the wrong button and didn't get it. But um, brutal. yeah, brutal. But, you know, they are in, we have the new Conference USA movement to play a lot of weeknight games. And so even though I haven't been there since 2019, I will be back there for a game this year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to check in, like you said, the new energy with the new coaching staff and, and just be able to check back in and, and get another game in Ruston. 
Yeah, completely agree. I, I, I got to get there. Got to get to a game in Rusted. I've been to the great state of Louisiana to watch college football before, and it's always fantastic. So, folks, uh, give Michael Barker a follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour. It's a must follow. Look, if you love college football, it is, or just stadiums. Maybe, maybe you just uh, somewhat in the college football, but you love stadiums, whether it's any sport. Well, look, you'll, you'll appreciate the follow because he, he not only goes to every stadium, uh, he, he, he documents the history of the stadium often. So it's a, it's a really cool follow on Twitter. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, man. And uh, have a good day, brother. You too. Thank you again, Colby. Michael Barker talking Ruston, Louisiana, Joe, Alette stadium. And he, he mentioned an FIU game, getting me more and more excited for this week zero <laughs> matchup. What's a countdown? How many uh, weeks do we have until week zero? It can't be more than like six or so, right? Yeah, that's five, six weeks away from this thing. Right. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Uh, look, I'm on the under. NC Nick's on the under. Do you consider this potentially lockworthy, buddy? I don't think so. Just with the amount of 50 50 games and the new landscape of Conference USA. Perhaps some of those teams are going to be worse than we think. And maybe I, I don't know that conference is it's Western Kentucky. And then who the hell knows? So um, no, I, I don't see myself betting it, but you know what? Also the one thing that if you are on the under, when I checked a couple of days ago, it's plus plus one forty. So it was minus one seventy on the over. So apparently a lot of people are higher on lot tech than perhaps we are. But uh, I don't think you'll be finding it uh, on my lock list. I just think here's the thing, and look, and this isn't a shot at Sonny Cummy. Maybe I'm really wrong, and you know, I, I like I said, he's a leech guy, and we're leech guys, so we, we're wishing the best for him. But when you have a brand new, we know Helton is doing a great job at Western Kentucky, right? We know Stockstill has like Middle Tennessee bowling almost every year, right? So those two, you would say clearly, coaching advantage. Then you add in Jerry Kill, Jamie Chadwell, Rich Rodriguez, and you wonder where you fall. Oh, you know, sure, there's Dimmel at UTEP. Fair um, enough. You know, you wonder where you would fall in the new CUSA. It's gonna be fun to watch, but I feel pretty good about the under here. So maybe you jump on the, with that juice, folks. Uh, subscribe to the College Football Experience because we break down every single team in the land, all 133 teams. We do this shit every year. Solo podcast for every single team in the land. All right, so check us out uh, and also subscribe to the FCS College Football Experience and the College Basketball Experience, the College Baseball Experience, and the Big Twelve Experience. We come together as one on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Subscribe, tell a friend, all this good stuff. Hop on over to iTunes, give us a five-star review already. Let's go, get it going. It's been a while. It's off season. Everyone's everyone's at the beach, forgetting to give us five-star reviews, lighting Roman candles. <laughs> come on, you know now, what people. I mean? You're too busy having cocktails and shooting off Roman candles, forgetting about us. All right. We see how it is. All right. We see how it is. You filthy animals. All right. Uh, look, get the SGPN app for free in the app store, Google play store. And uh, also check out the discord. I mean, discord's great. If you just love, it's like a house party of DJs, but it's not only all it's, it's like you could, there's a food channel. There's a there's a movie channel. I mean, there's like literally everything. You, and there's from a gambling point of view, like shit. They cover so much different stuff in the Discord. I feel the, like the newest channel is a vacation channel. If you want to show show uh, a video of those uh, Roman candles you're lighting off, there you go. 
There you go. Hop on over there. But we have the college football channel and there's a shit ton of weekday games. So get on over there. It, it's just a lot of fun. Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Check it out folks. All right, folks, this is the college football experience. Louisiana tech bulldog style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.